Welcome to the Interchange Podcast, a podcast for you, youth and young adults. The road of life has many ups and downs, twists and turns, and our goal here is to help you navigate these roads and to fulfill your destiny and to be empowered by God. Stay tuned. New episode coming up right now. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Interchange Podcast. I am extremely grateful and truly honored and humbled by how many listens I get and how many of you listen from all over the world, from Africa to Asia to the Middle East to the U.S. to South America. I am super, super, super honored and grateful. I I do not take this assignment lightly, and I know that God will use me to just impart something in your life, whether it be something small or something great. I'm grateful. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I want to delve into the topic of leadership. I have been blessed by God so much to have so many great men and women of God pour great leadership principles into me, and I want to give them back to you. And it's actually a series that I teach when I go train pastors and leaders in other countries and just talk to them about what true biblical leadership looks like. Because if you base your world around what God has to say, you can't help but be a leader. You have called to be the head and not the tail. You, There's a calling over your life, whether you realize it or not, but you're going to lead in some way, shape, or form. And I want to encourage you to listen to this and actually send it to someone who is struggling. Maybe they're in leadership, maybe they're in upper management, or wherever they may be, and they're struggling in leadership. They may get some principles out of here that will help them in the future. I'm going to do this maybe three or four parts because there's a lot to say and a lot to go over. But I want to start it with in Ephesians chapter 4, 11 and 12. It says this, and he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors, some teachers for the equipping of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. We have all been called to accomplish one assignment or another of leadership throughout our lifetime. And we have to understand it and identify when we are in those seasons of leadership because we can miss our moment. And when you miss moments, you you don't carry momentum and you can't get into the next season that God has for you because you've missed the momentum. I want to encourage you, be very aware, be very practical and be very critical on how you lead. You may be in management. You may be a father. You may be a mother, a single mother. You are called to lead. Lead with the principles of the word of God. And I'm telling you, you will not fail. You will be the head and you will not be the tail. And you will make a difference within your circle of influence, as I call it, and maybe the world. See, we as leaders in the church and outside the church have to understand and begin to train ourselves by understanding the mindset of people rather than trying how to reach them in secular mindset. We need to be a godly leader. You as a leader have to understand that you are going to be leading in a new time, in a new world, in the, as I call it, the cauldron of uncertainty, the place where it's hot um, it, it doesn't feel comfortable right now here in the U.S. It's uncomfortable. You know, we have new leadership that has stepped into um, the the Oval Office. And some people like it. Some people don't like it. But true leaders make decisions, make the unpopular decisions to advance the agenda that is behind them. 
If you're a leader and you have other people telling you what to do and then you just regurgitate that, you're not a leader. You're a puppet. See, you're, as a leader, your level of expectation will determine your level of preparation. If you're expecting get big things, you will prepare greatly. If you're not suspecting big things, you are just going to make just a ripple. Like you're not gonna, you're not gonna make a wave. You're just gonna be just a little plop in, in a little puddle. You're not gonna make waves like you've been called to make waves. See the characteristics of a godly leader. One, being God confident. People are very cynical. They question everything. They can smell of a fake from a mile away and with the advent of of social media they will be able to spot fakes very very easy you can't be double-minded the bible says in james chapter 1 8 a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways you can't be in and out you have to be completely on one side or the other there's no middle ground in leadership when you give away ground in leadership you immediately give away your influence number two you have to be able to listen what they have to say and communicate effectively with the word of God backing you. Whether Maybe you're not in a Christian setting, but you have to back up how you lead by the numbers of your business, um, by what your, 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 your life, uh, you know, your life story. You have to back it up with something. Me being a Christian, being a leader within the church and outside the church, managing a, 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 a company, I have to be a leader, but I lead with my godly principles guiding me because, listen, the word of God applies to everything in life. It just doesn't only apply to church things. It applies outside. If you want true leadership principles and want to be a great leader and affect change, take the biblical principles that I'm going to teach you through this series and apply them in your place of business. And I guarantee you, you will see change for the better. It's going to be a little rough because you're going to ruffle some feathers because iron sharpens iron and there can't be any sharpening without some friction. But I'm telling you, you have to have the word of God backing you because you can't ever question the word of God. See, Facebook has changed the dynamic of leadership in the United States and throughout the world. It has given people who otherwise wouldn't have a voice, a voice. So you're going to have critics. Newsflash, if you're going to, believe, going to be a leader, people are going to criticize your leadership. They're not going to understand why you do things. And I want to encourage you that you need to stand on the word of God because things will come and go. Facebook will come and go. Instagram will come and go. TikTok will come and go. But true leadership and the true principles of God will never fade away. So stop being concerned about likes and views and be more concerned about changing lives. Colossians 4, 6 says this, let your speech always be with grace, seasoned with salt, that you may know what to answer. Grace, speak with grace, seasoned with salt. Let me tell you the thing about salt. We all know this, salt heals, salt takes, you know, takes away bitterness, uh, salt, salt does a lot of things. If you look at the medicinal purpose of salt, it relaxes We need to be full of grace, seasoned with salt. And sometimes salt stings in an open wound. But guess what? It brings healing to it. Number three, you need to have clear vision. God himself even said that my people perish for a lack of knowledge. They have no clear vision of where their life will take them. They live it day by day. They have no plans for the future. If you are a leader and you have no vision, you are going to take people nowhere. 
If you are a shepherd to your people, that's what a pastor is. A pastor shepherds his people. You have to guide them where God can speak to them. See, when the Israelites were in the desert, God always provided for them, which he will do for us. But the problem is people get super stuck in their wilderness mentality. They're used to just eating a little bit and just surviving. But God just doesn't want you to survive. He wants you to thrive. Matthew 15, 13 talks about the blind leading the blind. Many times you'll have leadership take you to a place that you're uncomfortable with. And let me tell you something. In uncomfortable places is where you grow the most. In the dark places in life is where you grow the most as a leader. Because that's where the rubber meets the road. That's where you, you find out what you truly believe in. Number four. You need to realize that God has a vision for your life. And again, it's not just to survive. It is to conquer and be successful. Number five, you need to recognize who is your source. Is your source man or is your source God? You need to recognize that. Because if you constantly go to the well of man, you will always come up thirsty. And that's a word that young people are using nowadays. Oh, they're thirsty, thirsty, thirsty. Yeah, because they're not being filled. They're not drinking from the well of Christ. And they will always be thirsty. Recognize your source. It's not a man. It's not your pastor. It's not the head of your denomination. It is not the head of your company. It's not your your husband. And it's not your wife. Your source is Jesus. Number six, think outside the box as you cultivate vision. Don't let your feelings limit you. Don't let your feelings override the Holy Spirit. Let me say that again because I think that is something that someone needs to hear. Do not let your feelings limit you. Do not let your feelings override the Holy Spirit. Because we're living in a culture now where everything's about feelings. Oh, my feelings, my feelings, my feelings. It's about a vibe. It's this vibe. It's how I feel. It doesn't matter how you feel. It's what the word of God says and what God says. Do not allow your feelings to override the Holy Spirit. Because when you go from feeling to feeling to feeling to feeling, you will never have a great root system and you will not be able to weather the storms that will come. That's why people church hop. That's why people jump from leadership to leadership to leadership because the leadership above them doesn't have a deep root system. And that also is because you as yourself, as a a person who's in their feelings, get offended easily. You need to have thick skin. This world today, this cancel culture, people get offended and you're done. And they try to cancel you. There's two things that I know about me is that one, I will never back down to this world. And number two, you can't cancel Jesus or the Holy Spirit. Sorry. Number seven, realize if you keep doing what you've been doing to this point and nothing has changed, nothing will ever change in the future. That's the same adage of what is insanity, doing the same thing every day, expecting different results. Yeah, that's exactly true. As a leader, if something is not working, you need to change it. And number eight, and I'm going to stop here and we'll go to the next uh, episode. You'll hear uh, the rest of them. And I just want to share this with you. Dream and cast your vision for your life with clarity. 
Your destiny will require focus. Habakkuk 2.2 says this, will you be a river or will you be a flood? And this is something great I learned from one of my pastors. It's this, a flood is shallow. It's wide. It's not deep. It brings destruction. It has no course. It gains ground and loses it. However, rivers are a life source. They have purpose. They are deep. They go places. It sticks to its course. It supports life. And here's the greatest thing about a river. It empties out into something greater than itself. Your job as a leader is to pour into people and pour into the people that you're leading so that they themselves can be greater leaders than you. And I'm going to touch on that later. But my question is to you. In your life, are you a river or are you a flood? Are you shallow? Are you not deep? Do you bring destruction wherever you go? Do you always feel like you're gaining ground and losing ground? Or are you a river? Are you a source of life? Listen, everything in the the, the early times of, of humanity, every city, great city was built on a river because rivers were the life source of communities. Goods were transported on rivers. They were an avenue for people to get one place to another place quickly without traversing the hills and valleys. You have been called to be a river. You have been called to have the river of life flowing through you. So you bring life wherever you go. So my prayer is to you this week, as you listen to this podcast, understand, are you a river or are you a flood? Thank you so much for listening to this first part of my leadership part of the Interchange Podcast. Listen, send me an email, shoot me a message. I would love to hear from you and I would love to get feedback from you. I love you, praying for you. God bless you. Have a great day. Hey, this is Josh. I just want to thank you again for tuning into my podcast. Listen, if you have social media, please follow me on social media. I have my ministry Facebook page, Josh Alvarez, and my Instagram, which is underscore Josh Alvarez underscore. You can catch all everything about what's going on with my ministry. Also, you can follow and click the links from my website. I do have a website, www dot joshalvarez.org. Thank you so much. God bless.